Hi, welcome to a mini episode with me, Rebecca Potts. So I've been thinking a lot about how to share the incredible work of more teaching artists and also share some of the amazing resources that I keep seeing as well as my own tips and experiences. So I'm starting a mini episode series. My goal is to make these weekly, but we'll see how that goes. I plan to include a few segments here. First, I'll share a bit about a featured teaching artist. Then I'll share tips and resources, then some challenges, and finally, shout outs. My daughter will be making an appearance today, and who knows, maybe she'll just take over as host. excited to start this series to highlight more work by amazing teaching artists. Featured artists will have their work shared on our social media and website, as well as mentioned here on these mini episodes of the podcast. Yay! To apply, head over to teachingartistpodcast.com slash opportunities. And there you will also find links to apply to be a guest on the show and to apply for our open calls through our sister project, Contemporary Art for Young Audiences, which is an online gallery run in collaboration with Maria Coit of Curated for Kids. Maria and I are planning to open a call soon, so join our mailing list and keep an eye out. All right, tip of the week, resource of the week, is all about names. Paula Lees shared an incredible lesson to start the year. Whether you're just starting or are a little way into your school year, this is a great way to learn your students' names and help them get to know each other. Here's what Paula Lees had to say about it. When introductions are made, even via Zoom, it is important to remember that names are an essential part of who we are as individuals. It is how we are recognized and acknowledged. In addition, names are likely the most important word in the world to our students. Because of that, it is paramount that we not only know our students' names, but also how to properly pronounce them. For this video art lesson, Paula Lees is going to have students teach others their name through a unique work of art. For inspiration, we take a look at the phenomenal work of Matthew Tapia, Christy Jordan, and Shneha Shreta. Paula Lees shared with me that she teaches at a two-way immersion school where they promote translanguaging, which is a new term for me. And now this took me down a bit of a internet rabbit hole. But in one article, I found a helpful differentiation between code switching and translanguaging. According to Lewis Jones and Baker, 2012, code switching practices the notion of separating languages whereas translanguaging focuses on learning both languages at the same time without separating. So I'll include a few links to those articles. There's a few that I found that were helpful, but I just think it's such an interesting concept. And from what I've read, just a little bit that I've read in the last couple days, it sounds like such a good way to teach language and reinforce language for bilingual students. Paula Lees recommends the book Teach Us Your Name, Empowering Children to Teach Others to Pronounce Their Names Correctly by Huda Essa. She created a fantastic bilingual Spanish-English video for this lesson, and you can also get the lesson on Teachers Pay Teachers. 
follow her at Miss Paula Lees and subscribe to her YouTube channel for more amazing lessons. And I will link to all of that in the show notes and on my blog. And one other great book that you could use for this lesson is Your Name is a Song by Jamila Tompkins Bigelow. I love this name lesson. I also love how in the video that she made to accompany the lesson, she goes back and forth between Spanish and English, and there's no hierarchy between the two. So she's not saying it in English and then directly translating in Spanish all the time. Sometimes she's saying something in English and then saying something else in Spanish and not giving any translation back and forth. It's to an audience that understands both languages or that is learning, maybe learning both languages. And I just love that it's not prioritizing English over Spanish or kind of assuming that whoever's listening speaks one or the other. It's making the assumption that whoever's watching or listening knows both languages or wants to know both languages. And if you don't, then it's almost like inspiration to learn both languages because you're kind of missing out if you don't understand what she's saying in one or the other. And I just, I love that. And the idea of teaching someone your name is just so, so powerful and that your name is so important. So I have a name that in America is a very easy name to pronounce, Rebecca Potts. And I never changed my name when I got married, partly because as an artist, I had already kind of like, by the time I got married, I had finished my MFA and already had my, you know, my website was already RebeccaPotts.com. <laughs> and I don't want to say I was established because I'm, I still don't feel like I'm an established artist. But I had already kind of started my career under that name. So that was, I mean, that was a little part of not wanting to change it. But it was also this idea that I felt like almost like an imposter. Like by changing my name, I was also changing my identity more fundamentally than just my name. Like pretending that I was no longer white, I was now Latina. And I didn't want to, to do that. And then beyond that, the pronunciation is so important. And I was like, I'm not sure I can all the time pronounce that rolled R. <laughs> so I don't want to have a name that I can't even always pronounce correctly. Now, as a mom, I, I really considering changing it so that I will have the same name as my daughter. But there's, it's not like any of those other issues have gone away. So yeah. And my daughter might have some things to say about her name as well. What is the first question, Mama? The first question is, how do you say your name? Olivia. And what about your nickname? Oli. Oli. How do you feel when somebody says Ollie? Fine. That's okay? Yes, because I'm like Olivia, and, I'm, and, and like in the middle of my name is like Ollie. Yeah. Olive is a funny name for me because I'm not an olive, and also my name is not Olive. <laughs> it is not. But my name is almost Olive because Olivia. That's right. 
I've heard sometimes if you say, hi, I'm Oli, and somebody says, oh, hey, Oli, I've heard you sometimes say, no, it's Oli. Is it hard to correct somebody or, or do you feel okay about that? I feel okay about that. Yeah, because you really want them to know how to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is like when we met Annie, remember, in the pool space? Yeah. And she kept saying, Ollie, 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 Ollie. Yeah, but then you told her, it's not Ollie, it's Ollie. <laughs> okay, challenge of the week. Online kindergarten. Whew. Our biggest challenge so far is that she's getting frustrated with not being able to easily get the teacher's attention. She gets so frustrated when she raises her hand and isn't called on and then raises it again and again a different child is called on and she just breaks down in tears. The teacher might call on her next time and she's elated, so high, and these highs and lows are really hard. I've talked with her about how there are a lot of other kids in the class and she can't always be the one who is called on, but I feel like the frustration is just exacerbated by not having any real experience of school. These kindergartners, like they don't know what school is supposed to be. In the classroom, it would be so much easier to see all the other kids, see the hands in the air around you. And then the teacher would be able to better see those emotions and help, you know, respond to them. But at least I do feel very privileged that I'm able to sit with my daughter and help not only with figuring out the computer, but also feeling and unpacking those emotions. So if you have kids, how are they doing with all the changes to education this year? And if you have a kindergartner, especially, I would love to chat and share advice, empathy, maybe a cocktail over Zoom. Please reach out. Seriously. You can contact me at Teaching Artist Podcast on Instagram or teachingartistpodcast at gmail.com. So Oli, what do you like about school so far? I only like, so what I like in school so far, my, my second day, which is in the afternoon, when I only did my was that's why I was, I was like laughing and smiling. That's why. When you saw just the teacher by yourself and no other kids? Yeah, because the kids scares me. Yeah, what scares you about it? It's because I never met the kids. Oh, but how do you get to know them if you don't see them? What do you mean? Well, I know it's, it's kind of strange to see them only on the computer and not see them in real life. Yeah. But if you don't see them on the computer or anywhere, then you won't get to know them. You won't know who they are or be friends with them. I know. Do you think it'll just take more time? No, I, I'm, I'm already a friend of someone. Oh, good. And finally, shout outs. So I saw a review that actually came through a few weeks ago. I need to be better about checking this stuff. (laughs) So from Christine T, it says, such an inspiring and helpful show. I love hearing from others in the same boat, trying to make time for having a real art career while teaching and being dedicated to my students. Thank you for sharing these conversations. Ah, I love that. Thank you so much, Christine. 
I always mention how reviews help get the podcast seen by more people. And this is because of the way Apple Podcasts ranks and recommends podcasts. And that's about all I know about it. But really, I just love to hear your thoughts. What do you like about the show? What should I do more of? Leave a review and let me know. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to apply to be featured here and on our social media and website. You can apply at teachingartistpodcast.com slash opportunities. And I am so looking forward to seeing your work. You can also always reach me at teachingartistpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Where are you sitting right now, Oli? On you. <laughs> <laughs>